Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into What Makes Me Mad. I am your host, Callahan Steed, and I got my boy Dalton Sorgel joining me today. Dalton, how we doing? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Dude, I cannot complain. We are eating here at the world's largest Culver's, occupying the meeting room by ourselves. This is our first time... Uh, or my first time getting to use a microphone that Dylan Cad uh, is letting me use. So, you guys hear that? Yeah, great uh, sound quality. But nah, it's uh, working out really good. I feel like I'm advancing up in the technology world and making this sound better. Uh, before we get into it, I would like to give um, it's a shout out to people that have still been listening since I have activated the sponsorships. Because of you guys, the past two episodes, I have made a total of five cents. So shout out to you guys for getting me that hard-earned nickel. Uh, just kind of funny that the past two episodes I send out... Um, two lowest uh, viewed episodes unfortunately so should have did that differently but you know you live and you learn but anyway um, I gotta remember too that this microphone literally picks up everything so even me doing yeah you hear that that's me banging a pen on a table alright anyway Dalton I don't know about you but I'm ready to get into it you ready to get into it so very much alright let's get into it so one of the things that makes me mad is on Saturday, I was watching the college football playoff. Ohio State-Clemson, right? This big matchup. And they got to change the targeting rules in college football. And uh, they got to, honestly, they got to change the targeting rules in college football because uh, Sean Wade, quality cornerback for Ohio State, uh, coming in full speed. Uh, Lawrence drops his head, and granted, Wade did also drop his head as well, too. By definition, the rule is targeting. That was the correct call when you look at it. But then that also leads to an automatic ejection. And so my whole thing is I feel like they have to change the rules on targeting because losing a cornerback like that is a big, big like, loss for Ohio State. And it swung the momentum because Clemson was probably going to punt. Then they got the first down after it. And Dalton, you've played football before back in high school. Yes. You know how hard it is. I'll like milliseconds pretty much. You can just change from like when you're going to uh, tackle a person, they like can drop their head last second or mm-hmm. literally move their body. Like, how hard is it to just like go in and like fully try to like do a properly formed tackle in like a certain spot that they want you to play hit them at? It's 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 hard because you don't know what they're trying to do. You try and set yourself up for the best in the best position. Um, you know, to make the tackle. I, my sophomore year, I went to make a tackle. You know, I got low. You know, l- tried to get lower than him. Than him and the running back, he just lowered his helmet right into my gut. And just there wasn't anything I could do. It's uh. So anyway, yeah. So like to that point, you don't know what they're gonna do. So Wade goes flying in, uh, full speed. Uh, to try to make a sack, and like Lawrence is a pretty big quarterback too. It's not like he's just like a little Kyler Murray back there. Like he's six six and two thirty, and so he's a pretty big dude. And so you're not expecting him to drop his head. No. And so by law, by how the rule states, like that's the correct call. That yeah, that is targeting. You know, it was helmet to helmet. And so my whole thing is, I don't think that should be an automatic ejection. I think, and see, this is why I wish Max was going to be on the podcast as well, too, because then I could tie this into soccer, because I have a whole little thing. But Max is doing other things, so Max, do you. Anyway, I think what they should do is kind of have it be like um, a yellow, like a card system in soccer. So, like, yellow card is like a warning, and if you get another yellow card, 
that results in a red, or you can just get a straight up red card. So kind of like what they do with the unsportsmanlike conduct, where like you get one unsportsmanlike, that's your first of the game. Mm-hmm. If you get another one, then you're kicked out. Because I feel like there are some hits that it's like, yeah, no, that needs to be an ejection. Like the Oklahoma game, uh, where that guy laid out that LSU running back, mm-hmm. like hit him fully yep. in the helmet, like that results in an ejection in my opinion but whereas Sean Wade is literally just trying to go and make a tackle on a quarterback yeah by law it's targeting but it shouldn't end in it shouldn't result in a uh, target or in an ejection if it wasn't intentional like yeah so it should be like if it's like that severe like kick him out the game but like let that be like a warning and then if he gets another targeting call where he hits another guy in the helmet again no matter how bad it is then like yeah then you could bump it up to a uh then bump it up to an ejection but i just think it's just so tough you're playing the game of football and you come flying in and like there's so much you only so much you can do and also too the game is so tailored to the offensive side of the ball as well too yes that it's very hard to be a defensive cornerback and i just i just it just makes me mad like when i see cornerbacks go like when it's like there's literally nothing you can do like there is the badger game against michigan where there is one where i was like yeah no our guy definitely deserved to get kicked out of the game but like literally like the play before we lost another guy and it was really just like what is he supposed to do and just yeah the whole targeting rule in college just needs to be overhauled real reevaluated yeah and I I feel like there's a couple other things that need to be overhauled in the college game and other games if just out of curiosity if you got to change one rule in any sport kind of putting you on the spot here it could be college or any rule what would what do you think needs to be addressed just if you could address anything could be anything. Probably the pass interference calls. That makes me super mad, and I'm glad you brought that up because we go to the Sunday games, um, Seattle versus uh, San Francisco. You literally have a review system in place that where you can review pass interference, and you literally have guys in New York that are like, all right, we need to review that. And they literally reviewed that last pass uh, that where Wilson was trying to throw it to the tight end. Yep. Clearly pass interference. You can clearly tell. He was holding on. He he did all of the above. I can understand missing that in real time, but, like, we have this beautiful thing called technology that you can use to help officiate the games mm-hmm. better, but then they look at it and go, yeah, no, that's not pass interference. When clearly it is, and it's like, what the hell are we doing, you guys? It's like, yeah, no. I, when you have all the commentators saying it's pass interference, and yet you don't, and yet there's a system put in place to to review it or you know to to double check because player you know refs make mistakes. That's why they have a review system. But if you're not using it, then what's the point of having it? It's it's just so frustrating because clearly the whole thing got the Saints playoff call is just a terrible call mm-hmm. i understand that you can see it in real time really bad when you slow it down and then you they put that rule in place and then they don't use it that's what like pisses me off the most about it. and it's like you have the rule you can clearly tell when it's clear and a breach and just i feel like they just got to use common sense on it and oh boy things are picking up because we have another guest about to join us and this is what i was hoping for our boy peyton witt has just got done working a shift and he has come in 
<laughs> join the podcast. God, this is exciting. Peyton, you sticking around for the whole thing, or are you just stopping in to say hello? Uh, I do have to clock out quick, but uh, I got some time. So clock right. out quick. Yep. You're on right now. Honestly, he should have just stayed clocked in and get paid <laughs> for coming on. What makes me mad? But no. Um, also, too, I just love how lately this mic is so good at picking things up. Because a couple minutes ago, there was someone that was getting a drink from the uh, soda fountain over there. And you could literally hear the ice going into the cup. And I'm like, this is a quality mic. So, that's going to sound terrible listening back to <laughs> And I feel bad for whoever's listening right now. And it's like, God, why does he have to hit the mic button? No, uh, it's just so dumb that they have literally this access of technology. And I understand, like, there's only so few refs on the field, and it's a fast game, and, like, it's hard mm-hmm. to, like, it would be really hard for, to be a ref. And I understand, like, they're not going to miss, like, they're not going to get every call. But, like, when you have technology to look at it, like, why can't you use it? And another thing that needs to happen with uh, replay that I feel like uh, should change you get three looks at it, two in real speed, one in slow speed, and if you can't make, uh, if you can't like properly look at it and go, yeah, no, that needs to be reversed. Leave it the way it is. I hate it when they go to the booth and spend five minutes looking for literally, like just literally when they go and looking for something, and then it takes five minutes, and they're like, all right, finally on the 56 camera angle, then they decide like, all right, yep, that's it. So that makes yeah. me mad. Especially with that system, it's uh, when there's like a turnover or, or a play where the, the refs called it over when it it's when it should be still going, and they don't they don't allow the play to happen and then review it later. Just let the players play, and then if you need to have replay decide an egregious error deal with it like you're gonna miss calls and like teams need teams and fan bases specifically need to realize that you're not like the refs aren't the reason why you lost Mm -hmm. there is one moment where it was the Detroit Packer game from at Lambeau where the refs helped us out a lot that is one you could point to where it's like yeah no the refs definitely screwed the Lions and like the Packers fail Mary like that one you could say yeah they screwed but if you get a bad call in the game you could easily overcome it and if your team can't overcome it then guess what you don't deserve to win anyway yeah but so uh unidentified voice is the real p-wit on the mic here <laughs> uh i just want to throw in quick i disagree with your opinion cal you disagree uh, a big call like we saw in the playoffs last year go against the saints uh, that can demoralize a team where not necessarily the call itself is what ended their run, but uh, closer to the call affected the psyche of the players on the field, which a lot of those players are very delicate, emotional people, and uh, something like that can break some people. You want to know what? That's a, that's a really good point. That is a really good point, Peyton. I'm glad you're... This is why I'm glad you came on the podcast. See, I like... First time, I, first one, I would like to point out that this is the first time I've ever had a trio on here. So this is a solid uh, trio uh, that I like. But anyway, no, we we're just uh, discussing the targeting rules um, oh, in college football. The garbage rules? Ooh, yes. Oh. Do you have an opinion on that? If you'd like to discuss it, go for it. I mean, as much as I do not like Ohio State, they definitely got screwed at the end of the uh, championship semifinal game a couple nights ago. That targeting call should have uh, resulted in a, a fourth down and probably a punt from 
the other squad, but instead one of their best linebackers was taken out for the rest of the game, and oh, this team was given a fresh set of downs. I was uh, discussing on here that I sh- uh, that they should change it instead of it just being an automatic ejection. Like, if it's bad enough, then right. yeah, it could be an automatic ejection, but, like, treat it like it, you would in soccer where it's like you can give them a yellow card. Or, like, not even, like, you don't have to present them a yellow card, but, like, that's, like, your first targeting call. Right. And if you get another one, then we're going to boot you it's out like the they, game. And then you could be, like, more cautious as a defender. They do that kind of stuff already for, like, personal conduct. Stuff. Yeah. If, you're, yeah. if you get, like... In basketball, if you get two technicals, you're out. Yeah. And but then, like, you, you can, can play, like, the game a little bit smarter. Right. Yeah. It's They got to change it. Because I hate it when a great game like that gets, like, oh, what the whole point then you talk about later is the refs. And yeah. just, it, it's hard being a ref, and I've discussed it on here before. I don't know if you guys have listened to, like, my little ref things, but it's hard being a ref. Oh, absolutely. Like, just try to treat them with respect. And, like, you're most of the time, like, yeah, like, your team, like, if there's, like, a blown call in, like, the third quarter, mm. like, you can definitely overcome it. But, like, even the game, like, the Seattle game where, yeah, you had the pass interference, but and that definitely hurts your team. But, like, literally you guys shot yourself in the foot as well, too, getting that delay of game call called against oh, you, too. And, like, so there are other moments, yeah, you can blame it and everything. But also, too, Al Riveron's got to go as head of officiating. He's not good. Uh, tangent to that or a connection to that. Go for it. Uh, last... Last year, I uh, I refed a pee wee game, pee wee football game, and one team was destroying the other team. And you know, these are you know five and six year old kids, um, and so there's going to be holding on on every play. I mean, no matter what, there's going to be holding. And the coaches on the on the losing side were getting mad that we weren't throwing a flag on holding. It's like, what are you supposed to do? Have us throw a flag on every play? That, that's you know what? That's when you go next time they get into you, you just go. That's more so like <laughs> conduct, <laughs> defense. I'm the opposing coach, and then you look at him and go, "I have no problem doing that all night, sir. You're, it's not my fault. Your team sucks." <laughs> no, I like that thing that um, the don't no, think about. Yeah, even like pee wee games, like people get on like refs way too much. And, I like, saw. Sorry to cut you off there, Cal. Go for it. But uh, I was reading a story the other day. Where uh, one of the refs for like a youth soccer game? Are you talking about the thing that you saw from Austin's Facebook page? Yeah, because I was literally just about to discuss it. Go for uh, it, though. There was a they got one of the nine year old like just brothers or sisters or something of the uh, one of the players on the field to ref, and these parents were screaming at this kid, just absolutely reaming them a new one. It's like this is a kid officiating a kid soccer game. Like, there, this should be one of the lowest stakes, just have fun, teach these kids to love the game kind of situation. Mm-hmm. It's not that serious yet. Yeah, no, not going to lie, that shit makes me mad. Another thing that makes me mad, people who cut in line. Oh, them bastards pissed me off, I'm not going to lie. Because I saw it on, uh, I'm working up here uh, up front a couple days ago busier than shit because you know got to be busier than shit when i'm here oh, right. and anyway um day after christmas line pretty much to the door these two fuckers coming by the way uh since we're not on uh air um you can swear if you'd like i might have relatives listen to this so like try not getting like too bad <laughs> all right <laughs> like no, i'll definitely uh, i'll definitely allow an f-bomb here that, and there but that was a uh, good caveat for me for surely <laughs> but uh no, so 
anyway, these two dudes just pretty much butted the entire line just so they could get something. It's like, no, 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 no. That is not how this works. You have to wait for every like everyone else in line and get what you want. Because who do you think you are? Who? How important are you, sir, that probably drives a BMW and has a... $100,000 paying job that you don't have to wait in line like the rest of us simpletons. Cal, you want to hear what makes me mad? What makes you mad? This is kind of a broader topic, but the entitlement in this country. Oh, the entitlement. Especially That's, with the American public. Absolutely. Not the American public that listens to this podcast. You guys are great, but the other American public, them bastards piss me off. <laughs> Excuse me. You're good. Go but just, for it. just in general, I feel like it, it goes back to the way we're teaching our kids to play sports. It's from a young age now. These kids are being coached to you got to get a scholarship, you got to go to college, you got to become a professional, you got to earn millions of dollars so you can take care of me. And that's bullshit. They're kids. Let them be kids. If they love playing, if they're the next Jacob Degrom or Garrett Cole, all the better. But. You're not doing that kid any favors by telling them that they are the best, they're going to be the best. Let them prove that. Yeah, I totally agree with that point because I was just literally thinking on Saturday I was watching uh, the Premier League and they have, like, you know, these really young sports academies mm-hmm. start these kids off. And, like, I mean, shit, these kids are just super young and they go into them. It's just like, man, just let these kids have a childhood. And, like, mm-hmm. if they're good, like, you'll find them. And, like, mm-hmm. you don't need, like, these academies. Like, you like 16, I would say, it should be, like, the limit of the age for, like, these academies started because I mean, like some of these kids are just like way too young. It's I mean, just, I, like, I, I let could them see, enjoy it. I could see fourteen because that's high school when it starts to get to be yeah. like they separate who's actually good and who's got some potential and who's just playing and still have fun with it. Yeah, tangent to that is also with the parents who have money and then yeah, s- yeah. send these kids to to all these different schools like IMG or you know what whatever. Oh yeah, it's like. If they're good, they don't they don't need these schools right. to prove themselves. Yona, I'm glad you brought up the IMG because that shit pisses me off too. Because it's like I just literally hate like when you're in high school, go to school to go to school. Don't mm. go to school for athletics. So then once you graduate, do what you got to do. And like I hate these private schools that are just tailored to these kids. Um, that parents are very wealthy and can afford to send them there, and it's just like that's not that's puts them at such a greater advantage than the, like the other kids. And like my whole thing is, I feel like if you're good enough, you'll make it. And like literally, just like either if it's D three, D two, or what. But like literally, I was watching uh, over Christmas, uh, like ESPN was doing like a college football special where it was like um, top eleven walk-ons or something like that, greatest walk-ons, Jordy Nelson. Didn't get recruited out of college because he went to a small high school. Like, didn't... And, like, obviously we know how good Jordy Nelson was. Mm -hmm. And, like, he didn't need to go to, like, an AAU or uh, football game. And, like, just... You clearly don't need it. And... Hi, Molly. (laughs) But it's just... He went on, established himself as a good player, and then he ended up getting drafted. So, like, like, you don't need to go to it. you, You look at... As much as I hate the man... Uh, Antonio Brown, who's drafted in the late rounds, has the potential to be one of the better wide receivers of all time and blew that because of entitlement and 
ego. But there's Tom Brady too, drafted sixth, seventh round. Yes, yeah. what round or pick one ninety nine? He's arguably, in my opinion, the greatest quarterback of all time. Wasn't Antonio Brown like living in his car at sixteen and then yeah, like still like got on like a scholarship to like Central Michigan because it was his only offer? Mm-hmm. Gets to the sixth round, picked in the sixth round, works his way up. To a huge contract And I don't know what his whole deal is But that's another thing that makes me mad Antonio Brown I don't want to get into it too much Just in case if it's something mental And then I'm going to feel like a complete douche about it later on But like if it's just Brown being entitled God he's such an idiot Yeah it's He he threw away over like 40 million dollars Just from this year In money From two teams That and then he got the shot with the Saints to come in and work out for him, and he brings his whole entourage. After he was told not yeah. to. As soon as he did that, they're, I bet they're like, yeah, no. Or I'm going to come out with a rap album called No More White Women 2020, yeah. and it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, Even, I've never seen someone he, self-destruct so much as you're much. You're asking as people to hate you at to, that point. Ter- Terrell Owens made an effort. Well, <laughs> He's my quarterback, man. Still has, Still can make an effort, but, oh, like, yeah. dude, literally shit pisses me off with, like, just Brown, and I don't get... I. Honestly, I don't want to get into it too much because I feel like it's something upstairs, and I don't want to, like, tear someone down if, like, that's, like, what it is. But, like, even his tweet today where he's going, where he just hates on Juju, and it's like, dude, Juju's one of the most likable wide receivers in the NFL. Like, you know how much of a prick you got to be to go after Juju? I mean, Schuster? I mean, yeah, he had a terrible year, but look at who was throwing to him. Not Ben Roethlisberger. Mason got Rudolph and Mason Rudolph Hodges. The only the only thing he can throw is a helmet. <laughs> racial slurs, apparently. I wasn't proven. <laughs> Mason Allegedly. Rudolph. Allegedly. Oh man, I haven't. Yeah, I've, but I I think it comes down to these. They give all these athletes the this massive amount of money. It's such a young age. Younger even than yeah. the three of us are now. Could you imagine they being with a silver spoon? Could you imagine being at our age getting like handed that much money to the amount of that's like dumb shit I would do. Just guaranteed two and a half million dollars for signing my name on a piece of paper to play football. Or these these shoe deals or whatever mm-hmm. it's or being endorsed. It's like I'm just a kid. I, you know, I, 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 have, I have more things in yeah. life than they want to be signed by. 18, 19, 19, 20 years old, and you're supposed to be representing a multi-billion dollar brand. While you're still maturing as right. a person, too. Of, and, of course, you're going to make mistakes. Because you're a kid growing up trying to find your way in the world. Literally, this podcast has made me five cents. <laughs> and you know how much I have let that go into my head? <laughs> it has made me go to my... Because but walking around the house chest puffed out <laughs> and I'm like hey I'm paying the bills from now on but like no just even like I couldn't imagine just being like here's like just even like these child actors or mm-hmm. something like that the amount of money that they'd make and like get put in their pocket and like how yeah, it's I, just, I could see why they go downhill and oh, it's just yeah, like we, we, the news talks all the time about how and we just it's very apropos we just have this uh, smoking Age lifted all the way to 21 as of yesterday. Yeah, and it's they talk all the time about how these drugs are ruining our kids, how alcohol is ruining our kids, how the internet's ruining our kids. But 
we're ruining our kids. Honestly, we're we're putting them in situations without any help years before they're even close to ready for it. And then when they can't handle it, help is not offered. They're thrown to the side and the next young whatever is put on a pedestal. Yeah. And, like, we forget about them as mm-hmm. well, too. And, like, even... I saw that tweet. God, we're gonna about. To, I'm about to get really dark in a second. Like there's like that. Oh, that's where I full, live, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there is like a fullback back in like the late 2000s that like played for the Ravens or whatever, and sent out like that tweet that was just like, like my brain's not right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like dark times are ahead, and it's just like Jesus, and it's just like you forget like, like they're people too, and like mm-hmm. that's crazy. It's like there's a. Uh... I forget his name, forgive me, but there was a, uh, a YouTuber who did a lot of, like, Nintendo yeah. games and Let's oh, Plays. Oh, I, I know who you're talking talk about, that, that young kid. Yeah, and he, like, snapped one day from, like, presumably all of the attention he was getting and the money and the, all of that. And he, like, had a mental breakdown, had several mental breakdowns on Twitter and eventually, unfortunately, took his own life off the some bridge in yeah. New York. And everyone just treated it as a joke. No one, no one really tried to help him. That they just laughed at him online until he just finally couldn't take it anymore. And it's sad. Uh, to um, side tangent, what just happened? In the, but we also got the Bucks game going we do. on as we well do. too. Did was that Pat Connington that just threw down a putback jam? Yes, my boy Pat Connington. <sighs> Beautiful. Just for a disclaimer, I'm a Miami Heat fan. No, no, that's fair. I love the Heat. I grew up a Dwayne Wade fan, and that was one of the first teams I watched. And granted, you know, when you're young, you root for teams that are good. So it's true. uh, I had to hop on the Heat bandwagon. Also, I have an allegiance to the Nuggets for some reason as well. Same. I liked Carmelo. So I liked Carmelo and D Wade. And then in 06, when uh, D Wade and Shaq were in the finals, and they had those beautiful all red uniforms. Oh man, those are sick. And, That's uh, when I became. And also to D Wade, local boy, mm-hmm. uh, Marquette, Marquette, and uh, I don't know. It's um, I never like got into like basketball like growing up. Like yeah. if like my dad was like probably a huge Bucks fan, then I probably would have gotten into it sooner. But now it's just kind of like now that the Bucks are good and I'm older, like I'm paying attention more to the mm-hmm. Bucks. But then it's still like I'm player fan as well too, mm-hmm. and just I don't know. I enjoy sitting back and enjoying it. Another thing I'm gonna get into, uh, and I've been waiting. For you to come on, because I know you'll discuss it. Dalton, you can definitely join in if you want. MLB came out, and there's a report that they're reportedly going to get rid of the minor leagues. Yeah, and really? Let me just tell you how much I hate that decision. I hate it with a burning passion. But just, one, it's great for, like, fans that, like, are super far away from, like, mm-hmm. teams. Like, I just think of, like, the Iowa Cubs or something like that. Like, if you're in Iowa, yeah, you're either closest teams are Chicago or Minnesota. And it's or like even if, even St. Louis isn't that far from Illinois. And it's like if you have someone like basically in your backyard, oh, well, right. I'll cheer on that team. And it's like, one, that's great revenue for the base for mm-hmm. the city. Uh, two, provides jobs mm-hmm. to other people. And then also three, two, like some of these guys like have to take time in the minor leagues. Oh, yeah. And literally like so I'm a Cubs fan. Kyle Schwarber was not hitting the ball good, got sent down to the minors, came back up perform better and it's like if you get rid of that like one it's like that helps player growth but like mm-hmm. two like where are all those like extra players gonna go like a lot of these guys like 
don't know, just if they want to play in single A baseball, like let, let them. Like that's their passion. And like over over the summer, I read a book called uh, uh, the Baseball Gospel, written by uh, I forget who. Forgive me, but uh, he played in single A for most of his career. Got briefly bumped up to double A, didn't cut it, back down to double A, and spent like, or back down to single A, spent like 10 years in the minors. And just his, his experience was a very, very interesting one. But another thing I saw recently, there's a uh, documentary on Netflix about uh, this minor league baseball team that didn't want to affiliate itself with the MLB back like. I think the 70s or 80s, and they were in uh, somewhere in Oregon. Oregon, sorry, the state, <laughs> not not Oregon, Wisconsin. Um, they, I hate uh, that city, by the way, but and that's because of high school sports. But anyway, that's yeah, true. They uh, made it all the way to the uh, single A World Series, being not a uh, uh, like MLB associated team without the backing or the star power of like actual MLB teams. They just came in every single day, played the game they love, got paid barely anything for it, and unfortunately they didn't win because the MLB didn't want them to win, so they just, like, it was, the it was the end of the year, so they sent everybody they possibly could down to single A to try to, like, wow. off this team, and they barely did it. That's a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah. It is. But that shows, like, the power of the minor leagues, though. Oh, absolutely. Just, I, I don't know. Rob Manfred's just kind of been pissing me off, and just I hate the whole idea of speeding up the game. It's it's it's, it's a game that you can just go and just leisurely enjoy, and like yeah, yes. it's not for everyone. It's a chess right. it's a chess match. Like some people just don't enjoy. People have I'm a big soccer guy. People have come up and said yeah, I can't watch soccer, and it's like that's fine. Like it is a strategic mm-hmm. chess match. Some people enjoy football more than others. I just enjoy all sports in general pretty much. But it's like just. Ah, crap, I forgot where I was going with that. Well, yeah, anyway, it's speeding up the game. And, like, if I'm going to go to a game and spend a shit ton of money on oh, tickets yeah. or even on any money whatsoever, yeah, I want it to be as long as possible. Mm-hmm. I want to get my money out of it. And just so, like, this whole thing of, like, oh, they're too long. Yeah, there's a lot of downtime in between it. But it's such a perfect leisure sport where, like, oh, you can half-ass pay attention and just talk with people in the stands and, like, I don't know. It's... I, I hate what Manfred's doing. But question for you guys, though. Would you say he is currently the worst commissioner in sports? Or would you say Roger Goodell is worse? I don't think you watch hockey, but I know you do. Or would you say Gary Bettman is the worst? I don't think it's Bettman. I'm, disclaimer, I'm not a huge hockey fan. Uh, I'm a St. Louis Blues fan. So, of course, the end of uh, the last hockey season, I got pretty hardcore into it. Because the Blues took it home. But... I don't even consider Goodell like the commissioner anymore. That all the owners have him by the balls so much. He, he doesn't make his own decisions. Definitely. And as as much as I don't agree with a lot of the things Manfred's done, he's still he's trying something. He's he's True. the he's the Herbert Hoover of the MLB. It ain't working, but damn is he trying. <laughs> He's going to get remembered for being an idiot, but you want to know what? That man's trying. And just my whole thing with Goodell is just all the stupid shit that has just happened oh, yeah. that I feel like if you just used common sense, mm-hmm. 
the whole Ray Rice thing and like the whole we're gonna suspend guys for four games for smoking yes. weed that's becoming legal in most states and like would you rather want guys getting addicted to pills look at Brett Favre and look at Josh Gordon one of the most promising like receivers we've seen in a while that has just had his legs cut off from under him granted he knows he can't smoke weed right he he's been given chance after chance and he keeps doing it but at the end of the day if i'm getting like nailed in the head and concussions and wearing my body down day after day after day and there's something out there that has a like less chance of harming me further and my my and your life lifespan is already probably shorter being just a football player Yes, Dalton. Do you got anything to add on your hate for Commissioner Goodell? I don't know. He's just he's he's let a lot of shit happen that shouldn't be happening. And also to just how I understand you're trying to make the game safer. Yeah. But there's just like a lot of shit that is just like, dude, that's just not helping. Or I, it, he, he he's seems... frustrating, and it sucks that he makes a shit ton of money for too for not doing a lot. That's another thing that makes me mad. And this is gonna be called the why and God. Green Earth. Why in God's green earth does he make so much money when he doesn't do crap? And it's just, I just, especially like just people in general like that get paid a lot of money mm. for not doing a lot and just, especially Goodell. And it's like you look at Roselle and Tangle Blue in front of him and it's just like, why can't you be like them? Why do you got to be an idiot? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I feel like it definitely has something to do with the fact that these days most of the owners have all the power as opposed to back in the days of Tagliabue and those guys, they had power over the owners, whereas now the owners have power over them. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, he's... God, he sucks. And I was I was telling my dad, who's not an NBA fan mm-hmm. at all, but, like, I was just like, you know, what sucks is, like, Adam Silver knows what's up. Yeah. And yes. he's a great commissioner. And I'm like, and it sucks for you because... The sports you watch are run by idiots. He also watches NASCAR too, and the and the, <laughs> the France brothers are kind of idiots at that too. The saying goes, first generation makes it, uh, second generation, uh, just like idols it pretty much, and then the third generation is the one that destroys it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what's happening in NASCAR right now. But just like all these, and so like his biggest thing is NASCAR, football, and then baseball, mm-hmm. and like. Three terrible commissioners and all. Like, I mean, granted, Manfred's not up at the level of Goodell, but he's slowly getting there. And if he goes through with the MLB getting rid of uh, the minor leagues, then I think you could definitely put him oh, up there. Oh, yeah, no, if, if he if he genuinely gets rid of the minor leagues, that would be one of the greatest mistakes in sports history. That would piss me off so much because it's even, like, look, and, like, not only that, like, what would you do, like, I guess, like, I mean, maybe you would have, like, the non-affiliated league still exist, yeah. but, like, the Madison Mallards, like, mm-hmm. what would happen to those? And, like, Beloit I think, Snappers? Yeah, like, the Beloit Snappers are affiliated with MLB. I'm 95% no, sure. No, they're, they're like, affiliated with the Oakland Athletics because if Kyler Murray would have chosen baseball, he most likely would have been sent to Beloit, which would have been great for the local damn it, population. Kyler Murray. Why didn't you just go to play baseball? Money. He could have made a shit ton more if he would have made he it. He could have, but he was facing a lot of guaranteed money true, coming out first true. pick overall. I, you know, I don't blame him. You're but he was still a, he was still a first round pick of baseball. I, mean, I know you don't. I know you don't make a lot of money, but your your career span is going to be a lot longer in baseball than right. it is in football. And I, this is sorry to cut you off. No, nah, that's fine. Yeah. I just got a good joke to make um, at the end here. Okay, so I'm, I'm going off tangent. So All right, I'll make that joke. I wish I had uh, Kyler Murray still. I'm like, God, do I want to play baseball or do I want to play football for loads of money because I'm so 
freaking athletic. No, I have to. My living is podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This does not pay the bills right now. I wish someday it could pay the bills, but false. I'm I'm literally watching people shovel bags of money into his hands. Right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna walk out of this Culver's with us two bags over my head. But no, um, shit. I was telling Dalton and uh, uh, before you came on that since I've activated the sponsorship on it, so I'm getting paid. So it's like one cent per viewer. Yeah. Um, the two episodes that I've put out, like. Um, have gotten like the least amount of views for like my <laughs> thing and I'm like damn it I should have did this sooner and like damn it why aren't you people listening I want to get paid for this so I've made a total of five cents from it and so it also kind of sucks too because if I want to like uh, so I have this going into my checking account mm-hmm. um, and so if <laughs> so if, well one I had to go make a checking account so it like took another two weeks yeah. but I was like I'm gonna go and make it so I'm glad I did uh, because for some reason Anchor, which I love the website, but they were like, it needs to be a checking account. And I'm like, yeah. all right. So I make the checking account. And then um, to cash out, who the hell is calling me right now? Does that even look like a real number? It's 233 That's not a real number. Get out of here, uh... scammer. The government. <laughs> yeah, they must have heard me talking about Cadell. Hit the deck, boys. Um, but no. Um, shit. Where was I going? Um, uh, where, where were you going? Crap. Where was I going? Oh yeah, uh, anchor checking. Account. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, they also um, when I do want to check out. So right now I have a balance going, and yeah. so uh, it tells me what I'm making currently for the balance, and then like what I'm making all time. Mm-hmm. So it both says five cents for it. Um, if I wanted to check that out and cash out and put it into my checking account, they also charge a 25 cent fee <laughs> for doing it. So, like, I gotta wait probably like a uh, hundred more podcast episodes before I can finally check out. And, like, I'm gonna do it like when I get to about 10. So, please, people, listen. So that way I could make money off this and then come into this place that I love very much Culver's shout out to Culver's again by the way and then just come in and see like y'all wanted to make fun of the podcast so much y'all think it's a joke look at me now baby but no so okay you got anything else oh yeah go on the tangent yeah to to go back to what I was talking about one thing that, that really irks me about sports is that people think that they have the right to tell these people what to do with their money yeah or if a player's holding out because they think they deserve more money, why are we not siding with the player? The, these owners make billions of dollars. The league makes hundreds of billions of dollars. They can afford to pay these people. So why not Why not get your money? You, you have what, like, in the NFL, I think it's an expected, like, two-and-a-half-year career Yeah, span. make as much as you can. Like, Ezekiel Elliott this year, he held out before the season, and everyone, I saw a lot of people giving him some guff because he was holding out and threatening not to play. It's like, just let the dude get his money. Yeah. He, he, he deserves it, and let's say he gets injured. Then he's out everything. You want to know what else makes me mad? Uh, when people, like, so to tie in your point of people mm-hmm. trying to help their uh, future financially, uh, it makes me mad when uh, players want to transfer mm-hmm. um, and people rip on them for transferring. Mm-hmm. And I also hate the fact that they also have to sit out in some cases because, um, you know, the NCAA is just a bunch of is so corrupt now and they don't yeah. understand, like, how to properly, like, either let everyone do it 
all the time. Mm-hmm. I have suggested that you can do the first transfer. You don't have to sit out, but if you want to transfer again, then you have to sit out a year. I, or I, like, or it's just got to be a year, no matter what the circumstances. Because yeah. like, you can have guys like Justin Fields or Tate Martell just transfer because they're going to get beat out. Mm-hmm. And if they want to transfer, fine. Your college career is only so short. But then you have a guy like there's some tight end from like Miami that like his grandfather was dying and he wanted to transfer back to his hometown of mm-hmm. Illinois. And he's just a tight end, just not big as NCAA denies it. And it's like, what the fuck, you idiots? It's just like, use comments. If people that are listening right now, biggest takeaway from this, just use fucking common sense for everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. God, the world would be so much better if just everyone just used a slice of fucking common sense. Anyway, continue. If any of you guys got anything that makes you mad well, about sports. Uh, I was told before I do that, I am going to... Uh, be taken off here. All right, that's I have fair. More, more stops to make in my night. But, uh, <laughs> that's fair. It's not the best weather out there that's tonight true. either. That's it's true. It's true. Uh, it has been snowing. Pr- pretty blustery out. Yeah. So. so, Cal, I would like to thank you for having on my show. Hey, had, had you my can show. come on anytime Absolutely. you'd like. Uh, I'm not going to really have a set schedule for this. So, I mean, probably like somewhere around Mondays or something okay. like that. I can honestly, if it pisses off the workers, because I kind of got some shit from people when they came, when, I, when me and Dalton <laughs> strolled up, they're like, you're coming here to record your podcast it's like yeah one because i know someone's gonna want to get off and come on here which like you did but then also too it's like man we got this meeting room might as well put it to use yeah watch the bucks while we're doing it i'm just been snacking on some cheese curds that's that crumpling you've been hearing all day (laughs) but yeah no peyton thank you for coming on absolutely good to see you don't have a good night peyton did you play your game no i gotta play tonight Well, that's another thing that makes me mad. People, even though I don't know anything about, but I'm sure it makes other people mad. People that uh, wait to play their Madden uh, franchise games. I want to give a shout out to Brady Cook, player game forever, please. <laughs> Brady, if you're listening, hello. <laughs> but all right, Peyton. Well, nice to see you, man. Absolutely. Nice I to like see you your guys. WWF shirt, even though oh, I've seen cool. it before. But oh, I didn't realize that the pain is whacking over <laughs> oh, with yeah, the steel he's got chair. A chair. I didn't realize. I just knew the whole wildlife. Wild or World Wildlife Federation, mm. the whole deal with that. But that is an actually really cool. T- Absolutely, <laughs> my girlfriend got me this for Christmas. That is a nice yeah. one. All right, man. All right, guys. Have a good night. Take it easy, man. Have a good rest of the show. All right. Anyway, Dalton, you got anything else that makes you mad about uh, sports? I forgot what we were talking. About. Uh, I went. Uh, Peyton went. People ripping on uh, the financial. Uh, people ripping on. Uh, Athletes financially um, that like hold out, and then oh, I was yeah, NCA, yeah, transfers. And the whole Micah Potter thing. The the only reason NCAA allows players to play or to, to transfer without uh, having to sit is because they know it will make them money. True. Like that tight end, he's not going to make them money, but all these big quarterbacks, they're, they're, yeah, I mean they're going to make them money. I mean, you know, Justin Fields or you know, uh, uh, who else, you know. Tate Martell Tate transfer. Um, Jalen Hurts was a grad transfer, but still. Um, and then I'm just trying to think of uh, uh, NCAA basketball. Uh, the Hauser brothers transferred. Um, Michael Potter transferred. And just everything's just so different. I have a little thing where it's like the NCAA is just like you spin the wheel of death on it. And it's kind of like whatever you land, whatever it lands on is going to be your punishment. And like mm-hmm. there's no consistency with it, whatever. And that shit pisses me off. Same thing kind of like with the NFL uh, pass interference. There's no consistency with it. But, I mean, granted, there is. They don't call shit, but, <laughs> but yeah. You got anything else that makes you mad off the top of your head? If not, I can save some of this stuff in here for uh, 
next week. I know this is off topic from sports, but one thing is grades being posted. Grades were due a couple weeks ago on Monday uh, by 4 p.m. And I was, you know, I really wanted to know what my grades were. They didn't get posted for like the next four or five days. There was like a glitch in the system apparently because I asked my buddy who also goes to Whitewater and I was like, dude, aren't grades supposed to be done? And uh, he said, yeah, but there is a glitch in the system. They're going to try getting it in eventually. But yeah, no, that shit pissed me off. Like... What, what what the hell's going on, you know, boys? It's like, come on, get them in. We have to be... We know, have deadlines. Yeah, you guys have deadlines. It's not that hard. And uh, also a little uh, <coughs> update from the last podcast. I was bitching about how I didn't think I was going to make the Dean's List. Uh, and shout out, somehow, someway, I was I'm pretty sure I was able to make the Dean's List. So, yay, keeping that streak going on. Not the biggest deal in the world if you don't make the Dean's List, but... Um, it was just like uh, I had like literally everything that I needed to go my way went my way aside from that uh, class that um, I didn't realize didn't count towards my GPA and I was thinking that one credit would because I could swing things but uh, they didn't count it and I was like alright and so I thought for sure I'm like well now I'm not making the dean's list but I got like two grades I think bumped up and I was like holy shit thank you professors so appreciate what you guys do just try to get grades in a little bit sooner please thank you yes all right, man, you got anything else that makes you mad? Or are you ready to hit th- the road? I think that's about it. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. This is going to be a lot longer than what they normally are, but see, this is what happens when I have people come on as guests. I'm able to discuss things longer, and it's just not me shouting into a microphone for 30 <laughs> minutes. So thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. <laughs>